Simon Reggiani is a multi-platform native and hybrid mobile developer with over a decade of experience launching apps on iOS and Android using Java, Kotlin, Objective-C, Swift, and React Native. Simon shares his opinions and insights based on his experience at Slack and other high-growth startups. He talks about when businesses should go native versus hybrid and how developers can make the leap from web app to mobile app development. Simon, great to have you here. I wondered if you'd give a couple minute introduction of you and your work. Sure. Well, first, thanks for having me. So I guess I can start with a bit of background about me and, and what I have been doing uh, so far. So as you can probably hear from my accent, I'm uh, originally from France. Uh, did my master there and worked as a Java enterprise dev for a few years, which was kind of boring. And hence me moving to Canada and, and finding jobs in uh, startups and mostly Android Android development. So I was an Android dev for about six years in Vancouver, including yeah 2016 uh, senior Android at Slack, working on a few features, including the calls feature. And decided to leave Slack to join some friends doing a ride-sharing platform called Popperide. And the idea was to do the iOS and the Android app as well to add that to my skill set. So yeah, I've been working for them since then and uh, also doing some freelancing on the side. And recently, about three months ago, I started a new project for this company called Bungalow. And they're doing some real estate startup in San Francisco and they needed an app and they wanted someone to build in React Native. I said, sure, let's do it because I added iOS to my skills and now I need to add something else. After a year of doing iOS and Android, I started to understand the, the need for a cross-platform. I said, yeah, let's, let's do this. So yeah, it's a, it's a really fun challenge. It is a challenge coming from Android and, and iOS from native word to something with like JavaScript to learn everything around that. Again, uh, you have to learn NPM and, and, what, and JS. Last time I did JS was 10 years ago. And the JS now is completely different than 10 years ago. So learning that, learning TypeScript, learning React. React Native, learning Redux. It's a completely different paradigm, I, f I find, uh, React Native compared to, to native stuff. And, and all the community around React is phenomenal. It's a lot of amazing like uh, Redux, like libraries like Redux and stuff like that that helps tremendously like, streamline your, your development. So Yeah, so you've been on all the different technologies for native. So you've got Objective-C, Swift, Java, and Kotlin, cross-platform React Native. Obviously, there's other entries in that space like Ionic, PhoneGap, et cetera, right? Maybe for business people, you know, or technology and startups who are thinking about being, sort of, should I do two native apps? Should I do one cross-platform app? How do you figure that out? What's the core difference, you know, from the engineering standpoint on all those options? Because people sure. say, I want an app. When you're building a business, you want to do apps. Of course you want to do apps. What's the difference? Why would you choose one of those things versus the other? And, and even if you went native, which one would you choose? You know, so there's a lot of questions there. Yeah, it's a very good question. And uh, I think it, the answer is depends. Uh, it's going to depend on, on a lot of things, but one will be um, your budget, obviously, like and and uh, the quality that you you want from uh, from from the apps. And so, if you if you know for sure that it's going to be really heavy on like native stuff, like using the camera and and things like that, then you probably should go native uh, right away. Um, but no, React Native offers a really good compromise and and a way to to build 
two apps with one code and uh, and it works for most of the apps and and the app I'm working for right now for bungalow is uh, it's a fairly simple uh, rest based um, clients and and just uh just a lot of api calls and and lists and and detail screens and so it's fairly fairly simple so i think that was the the perfect the perfect um target for for this kind of solution and and react native is compared to like you mentioned cordova and PhoneGap and ionic um i think as a end user you would probably feel that um phone gap and and ionic apps are kind of different and if not as responsive and it feel weird. It's just like a, a perception. It's uh, it's really interesting because uh, you use apps every day and most of them are native. And then as soon as you don't have the same like scrolling effect and things like that, then it feels off and, and you can tell. And I think those are really, now that you have React Native as a solution, I think that should be the, the one that you, you should use for, for cross-platform because uh, those are going to build native uh, UI and native feeling and look and feel and the other question is like if you already have an app as a business like do you want to use react native you already have a native app uh you can ask yourself the question do i want to use react native uh for part of the app and apparently the answer um we've seen with airbnb who um, stopped using react native is kind of hard to have a mix of native and react native in an app and um and if you have if you have the developers uh, the are that have the native um, um, experience, then then might as well just just go full native. But yeah, I've seen as a freelancer, I've seen a lot of clients asking for React Native because they understand that it's going to cut their costs. Uh, probably not by two, because uh, it's not not as not as uh, simple. But yeah, maybe one point five. Like uh, you can build an app uh, much faster, I think, for two platforms. So, tell me about Kotlin and Swift versus the older technologies. If you're on, um, if you're going the native route, you know, there's, there's a lot of talk about Kotlin, you know, what's your experience as an engineer there? And obviously Swift is, is gaining in, in popularity a lot. I don't see anybody jump off right away with uh, objective C anymore. What are the differences? What should people pay attention to? Uh, Well, it's going to be, simple answer it's both of them are amazing go for it don't don't think about it um swift and swift has been there for a bit longer than kotlin i feel and and it's it's definitely everywhere now and everybody's using swift uh kotlin personally it took me yeah a couple of years almost to kick my own butt and say okay now let's do it i need i need to i need to start using this thing and and as soon like uh, two days and you're like Okay, why why did I not use it? The uh, compatibility with uh, the rest of your code in Java is is, is really good. Uh, and Kotlin and Java is better than Swift with Objective C. I found um, I found that Xcode, if you have a mix of Objective C and Swift, is a bit a bit more clunky than uh, than than Android Studio with Java and and, and Kotlin. And um, yeah, just for simple things like um, having those collection collection methods uh, with Kotlin and Swift, like dot .filter, dot .map, dot .flat map, and all that. Like you can turn a for loop that was, that was like 10 lines of code into a one code uh, combining those, uh, those things. So you could use streams like Java, I think eight streams, something like that. 
but it's not as great as Kotlin. So go for it. Great. So let me summarize. If you're a startup that wants to use um, a great deal of RESTful services that you're, you're listing, you're drawing a lot on your back end, and you don't need a lot of the local camera or other native capabilities, your recommendation would then be at this point React Native? Yeah, yeah, there's other um, things to think about it, like even in terms of uh, what kind of developers you have um, in your staff and um, are they familiar with JavaScript, are they familiar with uh, native? I think if, if you have mostly JavaScript web uh, devs, then it makes sense to, to try to use React Native with the caveat of, um, I want to just say that you, you will have to know uh, native stuff. So as soon as you start to import some uh, native plugins for React Native, for example, if you want to use uh, yeah the camera or like even like the gallery photo picture, uh, like image picker or something, you will have to use a native library. And that, at that time, you will have to know about Xcode and Android and, and corresponding uh, package managers and everything and it's I think it, it feels like it's easier if you come from native and go to React native because you only have to, to learn um, JavaScript and, and that ecosystem um, but if you come from JS it, it will be it will be a challenge but yeah it, it's it's doable do you find that developers who are react web app first have some struggles moving to React uh, Native on mobile, and what would yeah. those be? Yeah, I think so. I think it's 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 harder that way than if you come from native because you're familiar with Xcode, you're familiar with uh, how to release an app on the App Store. Like it's we don't think about it, but it's it's uh, it's probably like a good percentage of of your uh, development cycle, and it's it's a it's a pain, um, especially Apple Apple's um, release. Um, process is, is insane and all that provisioning and certificate and all that stuff and that's if you if you come from JS it's like oh yeah just deploy your Docker and and, and it's done and there's no like upgrade and, and review and so I think I feel like it's easier if you come from native but you have to start learning something at some point so so it's not not impossible for sure and how much code can you reuse between a React web app and then a React native app? We get asked so, that question a lot. Uh, that's a good question. And I, I think there are some people trying to, to answer that, that question. Uh, I think for now, it's, it's fairly hard to, to, to share code between web and, 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 and mobile. Um, but I think there are people trying to have like some wrappers around the UI because the, the, it's the same, it's the same uh, principle. It's React. So you, you write components. And, and it's like um, reusable components and it's components on top of components. But in the end, the, 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 the leaves of the tree, the, the, the low level components are different on mobile and web. So web is gonna be a lot of divs and spans and stuff like that. And on mobile, it's something called view and text view and input, text input. So those are different. And if you manage to build some sort of wrapper around it, and, and uh, yeah, you could, you could potentially uh, share the UI code um, between web and mobile. What's your feeling about progressive web apps? Ah, uh, good question. I'm, 
I've been specializing myself in mobile for like seven years now, and 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 I feel like for the sake of my uh, em- like employment and 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 job, uh, I yeah I feel like I need to push for native or React native uh, solutions. Um, I think there's there's a there, yeah there's a need for that too. Um, they feel good too, so I think there's probably there's room for everything. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about it. So, what would uh, what what are the things that you think are next, and what's what's missing in native and and you know sort of hybrid native or cross platform? Like, what are the things as a a developer that you hope that uh, you know Apple and maybe Google and you know the other ecosystems and and communities will will start to build and support? Like, what's next? Uh, well, some people would say it's next and it's already right now happening. Like Flutter is apparently a good alternative to, to React Native. It's, it's the same paradigm. It's a cross platform. You built right once and built for two, two, two platforms. Um, I feel like there's still some issues with like the, the language, why Dart? It doesn't sound really appealing to me. Um, and, and the community is probably not as big as React Native. Um, so I think for now, I feel like the future is React Native, and and there's not. I don't. I don't see anything coming that will replace that. Um, just for the community that's behind it, and how fast you can build with all those libraries. I wish there was like a Kotlin-based cross-platform solution. Um, there might be at some point. I think Jake Wharton is working on something. The idea is to build something to be able to write Kotlin for desktop. Android, iOS, for everything. So maybe that's the future and really hope that's going to happen at some point because Kotlin is way, way better than JS or TypeScript and all the stuff. Cool. Hey, well, thanks so much for your, your insights, Simon. Uh, really appreciate it. Good to have you. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast, produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast, and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.